0: Today, I will be doing prayers with my daughter.
1: Preparation of the Feast of Pentecost, May 19, 2020 Season of Resurrection, the 37th day Sin, Righteousness, and Judgment Today we will reflect upon a few paragraphs from the Encyclical of St. John Paul II on the effect of the Holy Spirit on sin, righteousness, and judgment. As John Paul II wrote in many paragraphs concerning the Bible verses from John chapter 16, verses 7-11, through 11, But I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go. But if I do not go, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and condemnation. Sin because they do not believe in me. Righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will no longer see me. Condemnation because the ruler of this world has been condemned. Jesus speaks to his disciples during his discourse regarding the necessity of his farewell and the coming of the Holy Spirit. It is very interesting how Jesus describes these three words. Sin, because they do not believe in me. Righteousness, because I am going to the Father and you will no longer see me. Condemnation or judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. We will read further in John Paul II's words. Today we will also be reflecting upon a disciple of Jesus who was filled with the Holy Spirit and who was moved with the instructions of the Holy Spirit. Saint Philip was mentioned in the seventh chapter of the book of Acts. Luke described how Philip listened to the angel and ran up to meet the Ethiopian Enoch and helped him to understand the words of God. It is so beautiful to see how St. Philip responds to the angel. His willingness and obedience must have made the Holy Spirit so happy. Later, we see the Enoch getting baptized and Philip, who was snatched away by the Spirit, to another place where his work was needed. Then the Enoch went rejoicing which is definitely one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. A reading from the book of Acts, chapter eight, verses 26 to 40, Philip and the Ethiopian. And the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, get up and head south on the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza, the desert route. So he got up and set out. Now there was an Ethiopian Enoch, a court official of the Candace, that is the queen of Ethiopians in charge of her entire treasury who had come to jerusalem to worship and he was returning home seated in his chariot he was reading the prophet isaiah the spirit said to philip go and join up with that chariot philip ran and heard him reading isaiah the prophet and said do you understand what you are reading he replied how can i unless someone instructs me so he invited philip to get in and sit with him This was the scripture passage he was reading. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and as a lamb before a shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will tell of his posterity? For his life is taken from the earth. Then the Anak said to Philip in reply, I beg you, about whom is the prophet saying this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth and said, Beginning with this scripture passage, he proclaimed Jesus to him. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the Enoch said, Look, there's some water. What is to prevent my being baptized? Then he ordered the chariot to stop, and Philip and the Enoch both went down into the water, and he baptized him. When they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the Enoch saw him no more, but continued on his way rejoicing. Philip came to Azotus and went about proclaiming the good news to all the towns until he reached Caesarea, taken from the USCCB. Now we're going to read the Domineum et Viviticatem on the Holy Spirit in the life of the church and the world, sin, righteousness, and judgment. We will be reading only a few paragraphs from this due to the time limitation. Please find the complete material in the Vatican website. Sin in this passage means the incredulity that Jesus encountered among his own, beginning with the people of his own town of Nazareth. Sin means the rejection of his mission, a rejection that will cause many people to condemn him to death. When he speaks next of righteousness, Jesus seems to have in mind that definitive justice which the Father will restore to him when he grants him the glory of the resurrection and ascension into heaven. I go to the Father in its turn and in the context of sin and righteousness, thus understood judgment means that the spirit of the truth will show the guilt of the world in con- condemning Jesus to death on the cross. Nevertheless, Jesus Christ did not come into the world only to judge it and condemn it. He came to save it. Convincing about sin and righteousness has as its purpose the salvation of the world, the salvation of men. Precisely this truth seems to be emphasized by the assertion that judgment concerns only the prince of this world. Satan, the one who comes from the beginning, has been exploiting the work of creation against salvation, against the covenant and the union of man with God. He is already judged from the start. If the spirit counselor is to convince the world precisely concerning judgment, it is in order to continue the world the salvific work of Christ. Here we wish to concentrate our attention Here we wish to concentrate our attention principally on this mission of the Holy Spirit, which is to convince the world concerning sin, but at the same time respecting the general context of Jesus' words in the upper room, the Holy Spirit who takes from the Son the work of the redemption of the world, by this very fact takes the task of the salvific convincing of sin. This convincing is in permanent reference to the righteousness, that is to say, to definitive salvation in God, to the fulfillment of the economy that has as its center the crucified and glorified Christ. And this salvific economy of God, in a certain sense, removes man from judgment, that is from the damnation which has been inflicted on the sill or Satan, the prince of this world, the one who because of his sin has become the ruler of this world of darkness. And here we see that, through this reference to judgment, vast horizons open up for understanding sin and also righteousness. The Holy Spirit, by showing sins against the background of Christ's cross, is the economy of salvation. One could say, sin saved. Enables, enables us to understand how his mission is also to convince of that sin that has already been definitively judged or sin condemned. All the words uttered by the Redeemer in the Upper Room on the eve of His Passion became a part of the era of the Church. First of all, the words about the Holy Spirit as the Paraclete and Spirit of Truth. The words become part of it in an ever-new way, in every generation, in every age. This is confirmed, as far as our own age is concerned, by the teaching of the Second Vatican Council as a whole, especially in the Pastoral Constitution Gaudium et Spes. Many passages of this document indicate clearly that the Council, by opening itself to the light of the Spirit of Truth, is seen to the authentic depository of the predictions and promises made by Christ to the apostles and to the church in farewell discourse, in a particular way as the depository of the predictions that the Holy Spirit would convince the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. When on the eve of the Passover, Jesus speaks of the Holy Spirit as the one who will convince the world concerning sin, On the one hand, this statement must be given the widest possible meaning, in so far as it includes all the sin in the history of humanity. But on the other hand, when Jesus explains that this sin consists in fact that they do not believe in him, this meaning seems to apply only to those who rejected the messianic mission of the Son of Man and condemned him to death on the cross, but only... But one can hardly fail to notice that this more limited and historically specified meaning of sin expands until it assumes a universal dimension by reason of the universality of of the redemption accomplished through the cross. The revelation of the mystery of the redemption opens the way to an understanding in which every sin, wherever and whenever committed, has a reference to the cross of cross of Christ and therefore indirectly also to sin of those who had not believed him and those condemned Jesus Christ to death on the cross the Saints corner st. Philip the Apostle st. Philip was the third disciple called by Jesus himself st. Philip responds to his master's call follow me and immediately also started the evangelization right then by inviting his friend Nathaniel to come and see Jesus Reading through the Gospels, it is clear that many times the faith of St. Philip was feeble. Jesus helped him to strengthen his faith by repeating his teachings or asking questions. For example, when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Philip then asked him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Then Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for such a long time? And you still do not know me philip whoever has seen me has seen the father how can you say show us the father do you not believe that i am in the father and the father is in me the words that i speak to you i do not speak on my own the father who dwells in me is doing his works believe me that i am in the father and the father is in me or else believe because of the works themselves amen amen i say to you Whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father and whatever you ask of me in my name I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son if you ask anything of me in my name I will do it the simple innocent question of st. Philip leads to an everlasting promise from our Lord Jesus doing one of the daily homily regarding st. Philip Pope Francis is reminding us to be like Saint Philip in evangelization. Number one, get up and go like Saint Philip for preaching and doing the works of the Lord. Number two, identify the restlessness in our mind about something and try to follow that restlessness to find the truth. Number three, listen to the restlessness of others around us and listen to their feelings. Pope Francis concludes the homily by blessing. Because Philip entered the Enoch's chariot and listened to him, Philip was then able to preach with meekness. The Pope continued, Philip baptized the Enoch, who then experienced the joy of the Christian. May the Lord give to all of us the grace to live out the church in this way, on our feet and going out, listening to the restlessness of the people and always in joy. A prayer to St. Philip. O glorious Saint Philip, at the Last Supper you said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father and it will be enough for us. Help us to make this our prayer also and to seek God in all things. Obtain for us the grace to know the Father and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent. For in this does eternal life consist. Amen.
0: Now let us pray the Holy Spirit Chaplet. This prayer to the Holy Spirit originated with Pope Leo 13. In 1895, he exhorted all Catholics to devotedly devotedly make this Holy Spirit novena, suggesting a special formula of prayer, send forth your spirit and renew the world. With this in mind, 1896, Blessed Elena Guerra, the Holy Spirit Apostle of modern times composed these invocations to ask the Holy Spirit for the grace of a new Pentecost which renews the face of the earth. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Come, O Spirit of Wisdom, detach us from earthly things and infuse in us a love and taste of heavenly things. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, Send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the spirit of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who, by the work of the Holy Spirit, conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of understanding, enlighten our minds with the light of your eternal truth and the riches of holy thoughts. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, Saint forth your spirit and renew the world. Father in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father in the name of Jesus, send forth the spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of counsel, make us docile to your inspirations and guide us in the way of salvation. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, Saint forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, Send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, Send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O spirit of fortitude, and give us strength. Constancy and victory in the battle against our spiritual enemies. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of knowledge, Be the master of our souls and help us to put into practice your teachings. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. Come, O Spirit of Piety. Come to live in our heart, to possess and sanctify all of our affections. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit, and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit, and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your Spirit, and renew the world. conclude, O Mary, O by the work of the Holy Spirit, conceive the Savior, pray for us. Come, O spirit of the fear of the Lord, reign over our will, and make us always disposed to suffer every evil rather than to sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, send forth your spirit and renew the world. O Mary, who by the work of the Holy Spirit conceived the Savior, pray for us. O most pure Virgin Mary, By your immaculate conception, you are made a chosen tabernacle of divinity by the Holy Spirit. Pray for us. May the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth. Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst the women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. O most pure Virgin Mary, by the mystery of the Incarnation, you became true Mother of God by the Holy Spirit. Pray for us. May the divine paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth. Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst the women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. O oh, most pure Virgin Mary, preserving in prayer with the apostles in the upper room, you were abundantly inflamed by the Holy Spirit. Pray for us. May the Divine Paraclete come soon to renew the face of the earth. Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst the women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen.